Welcome back to Soccer Cards United. This is episode 122 and we are 10 games in to the first 16 games of the World Cup. That's round one of the group stage. Um, as of this recording, we've just finished watching Germany uh, get beaten 2-1 by Japan. Um, and so let's start with the with the Germany-Japan game. Big upset. Yeah, huge upset. Um, the there were two goals scored by Bundesliga players in that game, both of whom were Japanese. Um, so that's a kind of a poetic justice, I suppose. I don't know. Um, the Germans didn't even score from open play. Open play. It was an Ilkay Gundogan penalty. Um, I did notice the Japanese had a big uh, presence in the in the stadium. Yeah. And in that they shared with uh, Saudi Arabia the other day, um, who I'm sure we'll talk about. But like, it seems like uh, a lot of these matches are lacking a bit of atmosphere in the stands. And if a fan base can bring that atmosphere, it gives them a huge lift. Lift. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, have you been enjoying the matches so far? Yeah, maybe too much. Uh, I think we've both been glued to it. Yeah. Um... Uh, there's been a few nil alls recently. Yeah, yesterday was not a great, not a great day for, uh, for the nil alls. Two nil alls. I still enjoyed. It. I, I watched every game so far. I haven't missed. Right. I haven't missed a game. I don't think. No, I haven't. Senegal um, Netherlands. Actually, I missed. I missed most of that. Right. The two. I saw that, so that's okay. The two uh, nil alls on Tuesday were Mexico Poland, and um, yeah. where uh, Ochoa saved a Lewandowski penalty. Um and then uh Denmark Tunisia. Um that was, had a, that was a bad one. That was a bad game. Yeah. Like the Mexico game was decent. Yeah, it was Mexico, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was decent, but that Tunisia one was bad. With um with Mexico, it's like I don't know who's gone I don't know who's supposed to be scoring. Um and with Poland they're like I'm like, I know who's supposed to be scoring, I don't know why you just missed that penalty. Yeah, with Mexico, like Lozano looked well. Like, the winger, the Mexican team, I thought looked well, but there's a man called Chicharito that would have been of use, I think, yeah. even even at this this stage of his age. So, yeah, um, and then yeah, Denmark Tunisia was not Denmark did not start the tournament in the manner everyone apparently expected them to. Uh, if tournament favorites Denmark let down in their opener against Tunisia. Uh, they played, started the game with a back five, then switched to back four, got a bit more joy in the second half. But Tunisia were uh, very uh, strong, and their number nine was very bright. I can't remember his name, but all through the game, let me just check. Uh, their number I remember nine. remember him, with the beard, the bald fella. Yeah, Jabali, who plays for Ferenc Faros in Hungary and is the only representative of the Hungarian League at the World Cup, I heard. Uh, he had a good game. Uh, yeah, of course. Tuesday, that was the big upset on Tuesday. The the favorites Denmark not not getting the win. That's right. Yeah, that was the big upset on Tuesday. Um, in a kind of lesser upset, we did have Leo Messi's Argentina uh, get beaten by Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia and neighbors with Qatar, and they had maybe the biggest um, fan presence that we've seen yet. There was loads of of Saudis in the in the stadium. That that game was nuts. It I was think. nuts, wasn't it? It was um so obviously everyone expected Argentina to, to win, first of all, but kind of win comfortably. And it seemed like given the first half, the Messi had a shot 
saved within two minutes. And there was a goal ruled out very early on as well. Uh, then Messi scored a penalty. And then the Tara Martinez had a goal ruled out for offside, which kind of was one of those classic, should this even be offside goals? Um, then they were caught offside three or four more times in that half. Saudi playing a very high line and everyone kind of thinking, well, you can't just you can't just last forever. You're going to get picked off eventually. Um, then they came out and in the first 10 minutes of the second half, the Saudis scored twice, both amazing finishes. Apparently only an expected goals of 0.14 uh, from those uh, two attempts. Um, but Al Sherry and Al Dasari scored and Argentina were powerless to get back into the game for the rest, for the remaining half an hour, 40 minutes. Yeah, there was a lot of talk saying that they, they could use Garnacho in, in that effort, but they, they were brutal. Poor, poor passing, poor... Yeah, I'm looking at know. the Argentina team here and uh, Emi Martinez in goal did not cover himself in glory. Um, Tagliafico was taken off. Uh, Otamendi and Romero didn't look great at centre-half. Uh, they looked no, better with Martinez on. They did look better when Martinez came on. Uh, now El Molina of Atletico Madrid uh, continued the form he's been in, which has been bad at right-back. Um Rodrigo de Paul continued the form of Atletico Madrid that he's been in, which is bad. Uh, and it was interesting because Rodrigo de Paul, especially, is someone that's been playing very poorly for Atletico. And obviously, I see them all the time. And he's been so poor at club level. And I haven't had any prob- I haven't had any kind of doubts about him at the World Cup. I've just thought, well, he's played so well with Argentina the last few times he's been away with them, he'll be fine. But it turns out that you can't really just play badly all the time, and then suddenly turn it on with one week's notice. It's different if it's a Summer World Cup and the season's over, you've had a bad season, and then you have like three or four weeks to prepare, then you're away. But if it's like you finish club football, then there's a week, now you're playing the World Cup. Like It's hard to kind of turn your whole mentality around like that on a, on a dime. So uh, he was poor. Uh, Paredes also offered no control. Papu Gomez, I don't know why he was playing. Angel Di Maria did not look good. And then Martinez and Messi were, were were but Martinez is better than Messi, let's face it. <laughs> Messi was anonymous. No, he kept getting the ball and then losing it. Yeah, like kept, come on, kept going back way too deep. But just like getting the ball to feet and then like walking over and leaving the ball yeah. behind him. Like it was very it was strange. Suspect. It was mm. very strange. Of course, we talked about it on the show when it was announced uh, a few months ago that Lena Messi had signed a deal with Saudi Arabia. Uh, to become a kind of tourism ambassador for the country, a deal worth presumably hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and in that same year, he just happens to lose against them in a shock upset in the World Cup. I don't stop. He Draw your own conclusions. If he missed that penalty, then I would have been... No, well, he had to score the penalty. What's he going to... Did he? He had to. Yeah, you can't... If you're, if you're throwing a match, you don't... Miss a penalty. You don't miss a penalty. That looks too deliberate. That's exactly what you do, though. No, you, that's what you do if you're some anonymous shitbag. But if you lay a messy, you can't. Anyway. Hmm, true. Um, the Saudis. Let's talk about the Saudis. They look good, didn't they? They looked very, they looked very good. good. Yeah. Um, What's your hot take on that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make. I mean, people talk. I think about they're still it. running. I think they might still be running around just to get whatever they had in their veins, get it, get it worked out. Uh, people are talking about uh, Hervé Renard, their coach, who, of course, is the only coach to ever win the AFCON with two different nations. Um, was the Morocco boss the last World Cup, won the AFCON with Zambia and with the Cote d'Ivoire, um, and now comes in, having topped the qualification group with Saudi Arabia, um, comes into the World Cup. 
talking about his tactical genius, talking about his ability to motivate his players. But I was having a look at some of uh, Saudi's results over the last year. They haven't scored more than two goals in any game. Um, so this is either just a freak upset, freak accident, or something is different. I'm, I couldn't Cup. possibly say. It's the World Cup. Magic of the Cup. Magic of the Cup. Um, so there you go. How do you think Argentina are going to do against Mexico and Poland? That was interesting because the two of those teams didn't look great. No, they both look poor. But so did Argentina look poor. I think there's yeah. too much pressure. I think I like we, we talked about Germany losing to Japan. They can bounce back from that. But then you look who else is in their group and it's Spain. And it's like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a lot of pressure losing your first game. Definitely, like the next game is obviously crucial. Obviously, they now have but to win every if they want to win the competition, they now have to win every game from now until left. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Um they, I think Mexico at least they, they kind of have experience playing against them. Mm-hmm. Um they, they they tend to play them in World Cups as well, but that's a huge game on Saturday, and to be honest. I think it's kind of good that it was a draw, I guess, between Poland and Mexico. I think if one of those teams had three points, they'd be under more pressure. Argentina know? be under more pressure. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. You can, like if you're Argentina now, you can go because you don't think anyone's going to get six points or nine points necessarily in this group. So you can probably get through with six points. Yeah. So, like, I'm just looking at the stats, like, um, from from the Argentina game, like. They should have really. They should have won. First half, they could have had wrapped up, ignoring the offsides. Like they, they Saudis were, didn't have an attacking threat. Yeah, and, and they, I think they, but I think they, they created enough. They were moving the ball around fast enough. They should have scored in the second half. They just couldn't could concentrate for the full ninety minutes. But not even like Di Maria was way off the pace. And yeah, I, I thought Julian Alvarez looked things. okay when he came on. Um. But what I'm Martinez saying is they, they, they should have won. Martinez did have a moment where the ball was crossed and he was too short to, to, to make the contact. Was he too short? Or did yeah. a Saudi defender get to it? That, that resulted no, no, in a went, corner. That resulted in a corner. He missed it. <laughs> so you think, are you happy that this is more or less as you predicted? I'm not saying that, but yeah. Okay, good. Um, France beat Australia 4-1. Uh, Australia took a shock lead after nine minutes and then France just kind of went like, oh yeah. We're France. Hang on, we just do this. And, uh, out of the tournament. What did you, yeah, what did you call uh, uh, Andrew Mabio last night? I can't think of what it was. Zinedine Zerabio. Yeah, Zinedine Zerabio. That was very good. I, he, he looks unbelievable. Um, and Mbappe, of course, is good. Still. So is Giroud, by the way. So is Giroud. Teo Hernandez, um, I'm, I'm delighted he'll be playing now for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he would have been playing ahead of his brother. He would have rather been playing ahead of his brother with his brother still in the squad, but, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, um, yeah, what else? Netherlands beat Senegal. That was a very close match. Cody Gakpo, uh, who everyone was saying, like, is this guy actually good or is he, do we just like him because he's one of the only rookies in the prism checklist? Um, mm. He's actually good. He scored against Senegal, and then so did Davy Klassen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, England, Sen- Senegal. Just to say Senegal without Sadio Mane look exactly like Senegal with, with Sadio Mane, except nobody can score. <laughs> I mean, they didn't like honestly. They didn't look any worse. Like they just looked like Senegal, except sometimes Mane scored. 
scores. But other than that, they didn't look any worse than usual. Um, England beating Iran 6-2. Wow. 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 A big opening goal for Jude because it was a tight game before that. Yeah. Jude Bellingham uh, opening the score and joined by Saka twice, Raheem Sterling, uh, Rashford and Grealish and then two goals from Eddie Taremi. Oh, there's a Bukayo Saka. Euro autograph. I actually have some notes on the England game that I took while I was watching it. Um, Taking notes? Yeah. A lot of people have been trying to contact us during the games. Mm. We're not available. We're busy. Uh... So, yeah, I was going to say, so Bukayo Saka doesn't have autographs in the PRISM checklist or the Road to the World Cup mosaic checklist, I don't believe. Um, Is Euro 2020 mosaic a goodbye just for Bukayo Saka? I think yes, but then also the the Panini instance that came out, which officially they're happening. Yeah. um, Had autographs. Yeah, sticker autos, yeah. Yeah, So that could be good. True. Um, I saw a lot of people wondering why Phil Foden wasn't playing. Um, and I just wanted to say that it's because he doesn't run, he doesn't direct, he doesn't run, doesn't move directly. He Foden is like he'd be good if he was playing for Spain. Just what, like, just if you don't know why Phil Foden isn't playing, just watch an Arsenal match and watch a Man City match and just look at what Saka does and what Foden doesn't do. That's all I can, I can't tell people anymore. He Saka gives Saka the ball, he just takes the ball where he is and then he moves with the ball towards the goal. And makes things happen. Foden, because of the way he's come up, it, like sometimes he does something spectacular, but most of the time he just kind of does this. Pass it around. Pass it around. So also Sterling, Sterling was in there as well. Sterling showed, um, and Maguire showed that international football is a different. We were talking about Gareth Southgate players and how the two of them were were Gareth Southgate players, and it's just a different kettle of fish. Yeah, makes sense. Um and then, oh yeah, I have here. Jude Bellingham is like a cartoon version of a good footballer. Like he's like if you were writing a comic book about a good footballer, he would do all the things that Jude Bellingham can do, which is just everything. He just runs up and down the pitch. He defends. He attacks. They kind of like has play. like that kind of like Steven Gerrard thing, where he's just like everywhere. Yeah, and proved it with the header. That's very Gerrard. Proved it with the header. Yeah, completely. Um, and then just to say that for the third goal. Uh, an Iran player almost took Jude betting him out and then Jude uh, pushed past him. And then a second Iran player could have taken Jude out and didn't. Uh, and I have written here, this is literally the World Cup. What would it take for you to do your job? Take a yellow card. Take My God, just take a yellow card. He's going to score. Disgraceful. I need to pull up the, the last game on this very quick... Um... Recap mm-hmm. was the USA. Yep. Against Wales. And I don't know if you were watching that. Yeah, I saw I, I watched it all uh I recorded you, it and watched it afterwards. But I'm trying to make sure I'm pretty sure the first name is Kelly, but yeah. Did you see what Kelly Acosta did at the very end of the game? Yes, I did. Took Garrett Bale out. Garrett Bale was about to score. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that Kelly Acosta plays with Garrett Bale at LAFC. And a lot of other players would have thought, well, we're 40 yards away from the goal. You know. There's no but, need. But he's been in training with Garrett Bale. So he's like, oh, shit, this guy could score. See all the jokes they made about Harry Kane because um, he didn't wear the armband because he wanted to get yellow card, but then he was diving. Yeah, I did see that. That was funny. 
I thought um that was funny. I thought that was a joke. Uh let's talk about the Wales uh Wales and USA game. Um Timothy Way has scored. Before that, the last player that Wales had conceded to in a World Cup was Pele. Oh wow. <laughs> so <laughs> draw your own conclusions. Draw your own conclusions from that. Um also uh right, so it was a one all draw. USA Wales. I think we probably predicted a one-all draw before the tournament for this game. Zimmerman in the bin. Yeah, no good. There was no need. That was like one of the most inexperienced, ridiculous, untalented tackles I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, clumsy, needless. <sighs> no um, threat. Oh. Yeah, but then, I mean, I have here the irony of Gareth Bale having the fewest touches of any Welsh player all match only to go on and score a late equaliser against the country that he just literally did that in to win the league like you know it's a big, I, I saw like people saying like how did that happen like he's you know it's like because it's Gareth Bale as one commentator said he writes his own he writes his own scripts you know he just he just manifests these moments out of nowhere but like if you're one nil up with 20 minutes to go you should never... Wales should have had to really battle to get that equaliser. You shouldn't just clatter a fella from the back when he's facing away from goal with a box full of defenders. Yeah, I think um, the the change to Kiefer Moore up front instead of Dan James in the second half really... I mean, I think, we, I, think I may have said on this podcast uh, before the World Cup that Kiefer Moore harassing the the USA central defenders would work and it did work they were they were kind of rattled i thought they started the americans started so quickly they just flew out of the traps and like yeah. a lot of teams have a tendency to do nothing in the opening stages of matches and so the americans were like right we're going to just fly at them we're going to blah, blah, blah. but the problem is like you can't do that all game well unless you're uh, tyler adams or saudi arabia <laughs> Or Russia in 2018. Or Russia in 2018, yeah. A couple of silly yellow cards as well for the the Americans. Uh, uh, A lot of of kind of misdirected aggression. A lot of tackles flying in needlessly, that kind of thing. Um, Trying to prove something maybe, I don't know. Yeah, they felt the occasion. They felt the occasion, yeah. I just think it was such an opportunity lost. Like their next game, obviously, like... If Wales beat Iran and if they lose to England, all the pressure be on them in the Iran game, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um good. I think like one of the things about Wales is I think if the situation been the other way around, if if, if uh Wales had gone one nil up and uh the Americans had to get back into it, I don't think Wales would have conceded the penalty like that. But it's like if you've been in tournaments like this before, if you've done this kind of thing then the idea of going one nil down is not catastrophic it's like right okay we'll just go we'll just keep going and we'll find something yeah. um and and it, and you can't really it's really hard to stop a team from having their 15 or 20 minutes of pressure which is all they need if you're a team with any sort of quality or a Garrett Bale yeah any sort of quality or Garrett Bale or yeah, Garrett Bale yeah it was an inexperience but um I don't know. I don't know what to make of the next game. Like it's just, it really felt like they were gonna. You do that. You have a free hit against England, then you just have to beat around. You're through. 
But mm-hmm. by bottling it, that could be the tournament gone. Like, yeah, potentially. I mean, same for Wales, I suppose. Yeah, um, but they, if you, I think if obviously it feels more like a win to Wales than a defeat. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Um, Christian Pulisic. Uh, well, Wales didn't look great, by the way. That is important to point out. They didn't look. I thought they had a very poor first half. They looked better in the second half. They were. I thought they mid. They they got the tactics wrong in the first half. Um, w- there was no midfield really. Ampadu was that was the whole midfield. No, Gio Reyna caused a big stir. Yeah, them. like, well, what's the thing with Gio Reyna? Is he's not he's not fit. Sure, he's not ever. No, apparently he is. At the minute, when he, he'd say that though, wouldn't he? He would say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know, I saw that it's because uh, Jordan Morris came on and people are going mad. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I thought the Americans, Pulisic's run for Wales' goal was 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 very good and was the kind of thing that I wish Pulisic would do more often. Yeah, that was him grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, making yeah. things happen. Instead and Wales kind of just goal really well. Wandering off over there. Wales did take his goal uh, very well. Um the group is wide open. I think Iran have have a win in them. Um, I think a lot of people are going to write them off based on getting smashed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that would be a, that would be a mistake. Um. So, I guess that's France, what... France most impressed with so far has to be, or England. Uh, sorry, England. England. I think. I think. I think Iran are pretty stronger opposition than. Uh, than Australia, um, and I thought England just looked very, very good. I don't know the things France were doing. I could picture them doing against anyone. I'm not sure if that's the same. Yeah, I, I just I thought that the French defense did not inspire confidence in me. That's fair. But does Harry Maguire inspire confidence in you over a full tournament? No, but I think when I look at England and I think Declan Rice, Declan Rice is there. You know, Jude's not afraid to get back and and help. The fullbacks are very solid. Uh, whereas, like, there was, I mean, there's people, French players passing it across the goal and everything, like, you know, like just mad stuff. Like, that's true. Um, so I say, but England and France definitely the most impressive so far. Yeah, easy. Um, I'm excited to see Brazil and Portugal. I'm really excited to see Portugal after um, Argentina bottled it. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo now the only player at the World Cup without a club. What a man. Mutually, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ended his contract with um, United. There you go. There you go. Um, there was a nice bit of sales volume on Bukayo Saka cards when after the England game, and Kylian Mbappe cards after the France game, and Cody Gakpo cards after the Netherlands game. And one of the things for this World Cup, like I'm not particularly worried from a card point of view about setting records during this World Cup. I think given the economic climate that we're in and all that stuff, it's not really about things being super expensive right now. What was important to me was just to see sales volume on these players' cards because that actually means, forget about the prices they're selling at, it just means people are here, people are watching and people are buying based on what they're seeing. Yeah. And that's very encouraging. That's all I wanted to say on that. We um, have um, National Treasures in hand, officially. Right. Panini 
just today, we, we got that in hand a couple of days ago, just today, Panini, I think, cut the price in half on their website. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're trying to become um, competitive against that price. Panini oh, wow. are trying to take over SoccerUnited.com. I've just clicked on the Panini just to clarify that. Yeah. And Eminence is up there as coming soon. Oh, wow. Very good. Looks very, very fancy. What do you think of the Eminence design? I like that it's completely different to the last one. I think we were kind of expecting dark and gold um, autographs again. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on with some of it. No. There's like a Pedri. No, there's a Gavi with like loads of diamonds or something. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) I'm really confused. Um, I guess the upsetting part was the stickers, sticker autos. Oh, product checklist. Have we seen that yet? No checklist found. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the price would be interesting. Yeah, I'm interested to see the price of that. Looking at the design, I, th- I like the black design for the last no, one. I know, but I think that's these kind of look like promotional cards. I don't know what to make of it. Um, well, me neither. To show people there so they can see if they're watching the YouTube. That's the I like MSN. the box though. To see the way the box has like the soccer. I don't know if you can see that. No, I haven't seen the box. I've just seen this graphic from Cherry Collectibles. Oh well, you can go on Panini America, Jason. It's not. <laughs> I can't. Well, they have like a soccer pitch design <laughs> on the box. Okay. <laughs> okay, take your word for. Is this the worst podcast we've ever done? I think so. <laughs> oh god! I think the World Cup has actually tired us out more than anything. <laughs> hey, we're going on TV tomorrow. Yeah, we better be. Better, we better bring this kind of energy. Yeah, so uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I... The World Cup is going well. <laughs> so oh, somebody is person on TV is like. So some of these cards can go for a lot of money, and I'm just like, it's more about the sales volume. I wouldn't worry too much about the price. Oh my god! It's <laughs> a classic example. That anytime we get um, anything like this, it's always on a weird. One of the worst. One of the worst things we've ever put out. Um... <laughs> uh, Wait, you look you like you're sitting us... in darkness. I am sitting in the. I forgot to turn the light on before I came in, and now I'm just sitting in the dark. Um. We did, uh, I did put up the Munich card show and the London card show day two on our YouTube. Okay. Um, so people can go ahead and look at those if they want to see us in a more um, cheerful. <laughs> cheerful, energetic state. They subbed on Mukoku. That was a thing today that happened. The Germans did. Yeah. No doubt. Um, no one else did. He's below Nicolas Fulkrug and Mario Goza in the pecking order. Um but uh, I think that I made him the youngest ever German, maybe in the World Cup. But I don't know if that's true. Probably not. Must be. Surely, no. Surely he is. Who's who could he be younger? Just turned eighteen. I don't know. I feel like Gutze was young, but I'd say he's about nineteen or twenty when he scored that goal. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. But and there's no way to find out. But um, sorry, both getting the same email. Just gotta check this email. No. Um, Listen, I don't know. The Germans are no good. The Germans are no good. I saw the Germans against Oman in their warm-up friendly. 
Okay, I said they're not winning any World Cups like this, but I assumed they're in the a striker. What's that? They're missing a striker. They missed a striker. Um, yeah, Fulkrug is not is not the prolific striker they need. I do think again it comes down to when I saw them in their warm friend against Oman, I was like, they need to change some stuff here. But it's like there's, that was only six days ago. Yeah, Musiala so played very well. Musiala, they got taken off. Yeah. So I mean, like he was the best player, and they got taken off, and then they just ceased to be any threat to anybody. Um, it's a strange World Cup, this, isn't it? It is so far, but like, I think the the knockout stages. That's when like even like more people will fly to Qatar and stuff. Like that. That's when it's kind of like, all right, all that stuff. Never mind. Let's go. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. That's happened in Russia with the English fans more so. They're like, oh, they're not they're not getting killed every game. We're where we're going. Yeah. And apparently um, that's what happened in nineteen ninety as well with Italian ninety. A lot of um as soon as Ireland started doing well, a lot of people started going to the credit union and putting themselves in debt to get over there. And sure, yeah. It was worth it. Mm. Um yeah. I don't know. I'm just a floating head at this point. I could turn a light on, but I feel like we're basically at we're basically at the end. We might do <laughs> another check in tomorrow. <laughs> might get this one straight away, like out and then forgotten about. Post TV, I'll have you working again. Well, that's it, <laughs> that's it for this episode of Soccer. <laughs> Um, yeah, you can go on to YouTube, see the vlogs, uh, go on to soccerisnight.com, see the products. Uh, and the Letting On Madrid Chrome set just came out this afternoon. Is that officially out? Yeah, it's out on the Tops Europe website. So I've been tagged in it a couple of times. It's three grand. Uh, <laughs> three and a half grand. Sorry, it's three and a half grand. Three and a half. Yeah. There's a Black Friday sale going on. Oh, there and it is. Oh, wow. Um, Just to have a look at the checklist real quick. It's from last season. Suarez. It's the auto checklist. You get Angel Correa, Griezmann, Felipe, Condogbia. I say Griezmann was one of France's best players yesterday. 100%. Unbelievable. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically, it's like kind of like the title winning squad minus Kieran Trippier. Um. And it's really cool. I'd I'd love to have one of these, but for three and a half grand, I'm not sure I can stretch it. You're not sure. Uh, that's quite, that's I don't know. Quite. I I don't think. I think I'd probably put most of these autographs together for cheaper. That's fair. Um, yeah. Sad. I'm like, I don't know. The the what do you call it? Sociedad set was a very good price. Very good half, price. Half yeah. star, a little bit less, and like. I don't know. I suppose if there was an experience related to this, I might consider it. Fair. Because then, that, like, as a fan, then you'd be getting something that you can't usually get, you know? You can't buy on eBay, basically. Can't buy on eBay. But, I mean, all of these, I can kind of just probably go and put together something like this myself on eBay. And I, I think, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, give myself a challenge, but I think I could probably do a, under three and a half grand. That'd be a funny challenge. <laughs> but no, I get it. <laughs> No, I get it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think these Chrome sets are almost... They're almost really good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's not It's not just the price. Like, ignore that. 
Yeah. Like I'm like, with these cards, if you took all the Chrome card, the, the Chrome set cards, and whatever licensing, whatever, is there something better you could do with it? Mm. I think there is. Right. But I understand why they do it this way, but I just don't think. I don't know. Like I'm trying to picture if this was an AC Milan and it was the same yeah. price. And you'd assume AC Milan would be a bigger price because we're a bigger club. Um I'm not even not even gonna react. I was on the other no. page. Um yeah, I don't know. Although a Raphael Leo autograph would be cool. But you can go and get a Raphael autograph you want. Is he in products? I don't think he is. is he? Yeah, he has chrome autos, doesn't he? Way off. I must be way off. I'm seeing all this. I'm in trouble. He does. Yeah. Excuse me, Jason. Twenty minutes. I genuinely never seen a chrome model, and now I'm looking at like an all five color match for three grand, and I'm thinking. So like. Yeah, I don't know. You know. I think I think the PSG set just skewed everything. Do you know? Um. Yeah. PSG set. Mbappe Auto set a price of like 10 or 11 grand and then Bayern came out at the same time there were some good players at Bayern so then Bayern came out at 5 grand or 6 grand and now it's like we can't put something out for one like if that came out at 1.5 grand you'd almost be offended as an ethical fan no I wouldn't almost I said almost yeah but realistically I mean I think like I just don't understand who the who these are for like the average fan isn't doing that like I think the original BVB Chrome sets came out at three grand or one and a half grand and then three grand something like that. So for this to be more expensive than that, and like the market's not even in a good place, it's just yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Like so, like what? So basically, because think about it, like if I buy one of these, do it. (laughs) If I buy one of these, what am I doing? I'm just keeping it. I think they'd all look really nice as a sealed collection, right? You know, you have a big club badge. Yeah. Kind of cool, um, but again, I think I think if you gave, if you took the price of all of those, and you gave that to someone, I think we could probably get a better looking something. Okay, with that with that money, how well do you think that set could do? Is there two hundred meter or is there less? Or like, is there? Um, what does it say three hundred? There's three hundred. Oh no, there's three hundred. How well do I think it could do? I mean, but let's go through the it's players, right? I don't mean like on the resale market. I just mean in like, is, is there 300 Atletico fans or fans in general? No. No? Because if, if you're an Atletico fan, as I say, you can buy... It's not a... Like, break spots for Atletico are generally cheap. It's You can get Atletico cards if you're an Atletico collector. Yeah, maybe like it's the wrong Madrid. To have if, a it's a, see, if it's a Real Madrid set, it's like... Imagine a big white box. That would look unbelievable. Yeah. My God, that's the kind of shit they'd love. Um, those people? Those, those people, people. They'd love that. Like, and you can appeal to all of the people all around the world to support Real Madrid and all that stuff. Um, but Atletico, I'm not sure who the constituency is. Just me, is it? <laughs> You're saying no? <laughs> I'm saying no. Damn. Yeah, I mean, like, if someone wanted to give me one, I'd take it. Like, or if I got one at a really, really good price, I'd buy it. No, I get you. Like, it'd be nice to have, but you're just saying for you, it's just too much. Yeah. Because you're a brokey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, look, listen, I'm a brokey. Quite frankly, 
This is I, the, my... the cat's out the bag. Everyone knows you're a Let's Go fan, a big card man. And now we're finding out you're a brokey. Yeah. Three and a half grand. That's I need that for next month's rent. My rent is oh my three God. and a half grand a month. You're, you're a brokey. <laughs> so I won't be buying that. Um Will you be picking up the singles on the secondary market? Uh I have to see how they look. I mean, the quality control has been very poor on these Chrome sets, so true. Uh, but like, I, I picture you picking up a Griezmann. Like, if someone bought that box, opens it, lists as a Griezmann on the secondary market, I think you'd be picking it up. Yeah, an on-card Griezmann. That's what I'm saying. I go for that. Okay. Um, and then the question is, could I put could I put together the ones that I want on the secondary market cheaper than the box price? I think I probably could. Yeah, but m- most sets you could though with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like the one one Griezmann, I don't know. But I suppose it's like, do I want the one one Griezmann? Not particularly. No, that's fair. That's because when you when you know You're that both. everything when you know that everything's in the box when you know everything that's in the box it's different because like if it's if it's if it's something where it's like oh I could get like a messy autograph or something it could be worth loads. It's like right, I'll buy the box, I'll take what I want out of it, and then anything I don't want I can sell. But yeah. With this, it's like. The finance financials just don't add up for me. Yeah, think of how many times I could go and see Atletico this season for three and a half grand. I don't have that answer. It's a lot. It's a lot of times. What a broke club. Um. So, me and my brokey Atletico friends, I don't think we're picking these up. Okay. But if someone buys one, wants to gift it to me, I'll take it. Okay. Okay. Now. We'll see you uh, for another episode soon.